0: Hey, hey, Max, Hi. is that you? <laughs> me. Welcome. welcome to GIGB Podcast, Get a Girl Vision with your Get a Girl Char. Thank you for coming on, Maxine. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Can you oh, hear I'll me? Wa- yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, great. Can you hear me? Yes, perfect. <laughs> So welcome. I know this is your first time being on a podcast. So hey, this is a good thing for twenty twenty one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. And just speaking it. of twenty twenty one, do you have any new year's resolutions or any goals that you wanted to do for this year? Considering that we're in a pandemic.
1: Um, I don't really make new resolutions. I just continue to work on the ones I've already
0: been
1: doing
0: yes yeah so i just want to get better and better every year yes i hear that for sure i'm basically the same thing too um no new resolutions i just basically want to continue being the greatest person on earth i just want to be a great person which i am i feel i mean people have told me that so i just want to continue you know sending love to everyone and you know just breathing great energy towards Mm -hmm. everyone
1: yeah and passing it along
0: yeah Yeah, because it's important so without further ado we have a couple topics that you know i'm glad that we can talk about um for the viewers, just so you know, uh, I know Maxine for a very, very long time, and she's been a really great friend to me. Um, and what we we known each other like through high school, so yeah. it's been a long time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. so we're talking about today. We're talking about toxic friendship now. No means anything of us being toxic at all. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to go through the four types of friendships and then we'll talk about a certain friendship that we should end for 2021 if you're in it. okay. so the four types of friendships um, is the acquaintance friend. So I think we all have an acquaintance friend, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have our close friend. You know, we talk to them occasionally, you know, we go out for dinner, you know, movies, whatnot, have drinks together, close friends. And then we got the best friend. So the best friend knows our secrets and, you know, would do, you would think that they'll do anything for you and always be there and you're, you know, confidant and whatnot. And then you got the lover, the lover's I mean, your best friend, your lover has to be, you know, your, your friend, like you can marry that lover, um, your boyfriend, stuff like that. So I included that because technically a lot of people say it's just three types, but I included a fourth, which I say your man should be your best friend because that's how it should be. Right. So Not all the time these things happen, right? So you can have a best friend and then they could become a toxic friend. So I'm going to tell you in like a little preview on what a toxic friendship is to me. In a toxic friendship, you never feel that support or compassion. And you feel minimized when they brush off your messages or requests for help. In short, they aren't there for you when you need a friend. Has that ever happened to you? Like, you know, you had a great friend, a best friend, and then all of a sudden, bam, they became your frenemy.
1: Um, I mean, possibly, you know. Uh, I, uh, I think mostly a frenemy, I think, probably happened mostly when I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, I can't really i have much of those as an adult but yeah Mm -hmm. definitely when i was younger i think
0: i had in front of me really that is good and that that's pretty good like you you haven't encountered that as an adult what i have and i've i've encountered a lot of these things um even after i started having the women empowerment program like having women cultivate together and even at workplaces a lot of times in workplaces, you can have a lot of toxic people around you that may not breathe the same energy that you have. And I've had a many, many inferences where, you know, I'm always happy and they don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, And I feel it's because I realized why people tend to do that is because they're not happy within themselves and they can't mm-hmm. understand why you're happy mm-hmm. a lot of times it's insecurities mm-hmm. um which yeah. you know for me I'm such a soft person and I'm 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 a soft person with a hard shell mm-hmm. so I may look hard but inside it could be very soft and sometimes the toxic situations that I may get entangled with by default because I'm such a soft person. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you internalize it, behavior.
0: Yeah. I internalize it. And it, it actually really makes me feel very sad for the mm-hmm. person and for myself. And it's not a good environment or healthy environment to be a part of. So I've made ways on how to get out of it. Right. And, um, I think just staying positive and continuously being yourself, you know, um, and not changing for anyone. But I do say, like, if you do have a friend and it means a lot to you and all of a sudden it become a friend of me, I feel that sometimes it's worth a try to talk to that person, talk to her and try to see where this is coming from, because a lot of times people, have misunderstandings of what you may do, you know? So I had one situation where I guess a person stopped talking to me because they felt that I was upset about something. But instead of directing it to me right away, they were afraid to, um, or they didn't address it and they carried it on for like a year. But it escalated escalated because I realized that they stopped calling me. But with my, because I've had so much trauma in my past with friends who just up, chuck and leave and do not contact me or stop talking to me. I have a defense mechanism where I just said, "Okay, this person is not calling me. I don't reach out. I just keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is something that I have to work on. Um But yeah, sometimes I don't being feel
1: vulnerable like being vulnerable. Yeah. Is
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I become bu- very vulnerable. And I do that in some of my like in past relationships with men. but like once you stop calling me, I'm not I'm not a person to reach out or push myself to be a friend. And that's like,
1: the vulnerability. That's what I'm talking about that vulnerability. Yeah because it takes vulnerability to reach out. you know mm-hmm. um, When someone's hurt you, it's -hmm. it's hard to to kind of reach out to them because you feel like, well, they should be reaching out to me. They're the ones who hurt me, right? Right,
0: right. So
1: that's where the vulnerability comes in, where you just say, you know what? oh you know, some people may say, humble themselves. They just humble themselves. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. make that choice to say, you know what? I cared about this person because I actually, I I went through this not too long ago with one of my best friends. Mm Mm-hmm. And actually listening to you talk, because I actually don't really think about this these things. You know, they happen, I'm, I deal with it, and I move on. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did have a friend of me, you know, listening to you talk. I'm like, hey you know what, I did have a friend in me. And it probably was like maybe four years ago. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, I'll come back to that if you need to. But um, yeah, one of my friends, we were friends for a long time. And then we stopped talking because I felt like she wasn't a good friend to me. Um mm-hmm. And we stopped talking for like I don't know ten years or more, right? But I always yeah. thought about her. I cared about her. She was my best friend. She was like my sister. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I decided that you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her. I'm gonna if I if I see her or see somebody that I I know who who knows her and may have a contact information for her, I'm gonna ask. Mm-hmm. And that was scary. Like it was not easy for me to do. It was hard for me to do that. But. I loved her and I knew that I loved her enough to do
0: Mm -hmm. it
1: you know what I mean so yeah I had to do that totally
0: understand coming Mm -hmm.
1: back and you know we've been friends now for I guess maybe three years now and it's so interesting because we're both grown and so much has changed in our lives and I'm a totally different person now and and we have ups and downs Mm -hmm. and we have disagreements and stuff like that but I give her the space for her to be herself she gives me right for me to be myself, and mm-hmm. we understand that we may not agree on everything, but that's okay. You know, so right? It's like it's, it's it's a different relationship. It's a much more, I would say, mature relationship. Yes, To when I was in my twenties.
0: Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And that's so important to realize mistakes and just keep it moving, but continuously loving each other mm-hmm. and having boundaries like say for instance you know it may not be the same as before but it's a mature relationship and you guys are still friends Mm -hmm. and you accept each other's flaws Mm -hmm. you have your own space you give that person their space Mm -hmm. and then you still get to come together and Mm -hmm. have a good time with each other and reminisce on you know great things so Mm -hmm. that is a good friend but then there's friends that you may think they're your friends and they may just not support you. Mm-hmm. Like you have something and they may sabotage it. I've, I know I've had a few um, like I talked about this like when I first got married and I'm obviously excited about it and you get your, your bridesmaids ready and this person, you know, says that they support you and they're all... I don't know. I don't even think I saw the reaction when I said I was getting married. Like, mm-hmm. I was just on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. So I never really... Did, yeah, I didn't really sit back or... Yeah, I didn't notice anything. Or, <laughs> yeah, like I, didn't notice anything. I was just on cloud nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so when we were getting, you know, dresses, um, you know, my dress I put on my dress and, you know, we got it fit and then they they started getting theirs fit and I, I remember telling them, Oh, did you pick up your dress? This is two days before the wedding. No, three days before the wedding. And she's like, No, I'll go tomorrow but she didn't mm-hmm. seem like enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. But again I wasn't really looking at it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because she tend to have a dry personality mm-hmm. so it wasn't really she, something that I was like oh she's not mm-hmm. you know, excited about it or she, she doesn't want to be part of it herself. no yeah. but then the next day when I asked I wasn't getting any response yeah. and then they text me <clears throat> they text me and said I'm sorry Shar, I can't be part of your wedding wow and that was that and i cried yeah. because i'm like okay i'm getting married in two days you're my best you're my maid of like my best maid of honor was basically of honor and
1: oh. pardon she was a maid of honor as, as well
0: yeah she was she was my sister like oh. sister you know yeah. and was, i chose her over my sisters like two of my i have two sisters and i chose her over them and to go to my sisters and say, okay, can you be, they're like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not doing it. We are part of the wedding, but you chose her what's going on and no one couldn't understand it. And it was a real sad situation. So she kind of sabotaged that and my wedding, like my pictures were not happy. Mm. Um, because I really loved her and trusted her. Wow. And it bothered me so sure. bad, girl. That's so like an important video. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with so with that toxic and <laughs> with that toxic situation, I still let her back into my life. Mm-hmm. And it so happens that we didn't talk for a whole year and then she came back to me with an apology saying, you know, I just thought I would lose my best friend. All that stuff. And I was just like, oh, you, why would you think that? You know, I'll always be there for you. And I always had her around as a third wheel in my relationship that she would go, if we went to Niagara Falls, she would be there with me and all of that stuff. Okay. And I never looked at it as anything. And then later on, as we get older, you know, things transform. I got a, got a good job, um, all of that stuff. And I think her life wasn't. Flourishing as my her her season wasn't ready. Like I was already my season was, I had a good job mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. um I got a so you were married about me. a house. You
1: were flourishing and she was kind of stuck. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then it was just like what hit hit the spot was we both got pregnant at the same time, around the same time. I think she got pregnant way before me, a little bit four months. I think she was four months ahead, and then I got pregnant. And again she wasn't really like Oh my god you You know my situation It was hard for me to have children mm-hmm. And I will talk about that on another podcast But I had several miscarriages And this baby was everything to me mm-hmm. So for me to be like carrying this baby It was like Oh everything you know I was like thanking god I was just like so 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 thankful But um unfortunately she lost her baby and she lost her baby at a late stage Mm. like at nine months and I was so hurt for her Mm. but at the same time I had to try to be strong for me Mm. because I couldn't I couldn't go through that memory of that tragic
1: situation
0: because I've been through it and I was having my baby and I was already going through like I was already on bed rest so I couldn't really support her the way I wanted to and then um I got pregnant well I was still pregnant and I had my baby and I knew she wasn't happy about it but then she got pregnant again like maybe months later she got pregnant again and um near my ending of my pregnancy she she got pregnant again right so Say for instance, she was like nine months, I was like three months. Mm -hmm. And then maybe three months later after her losing, she got pregnant and I was still in my trimester, like the late trimester. So I had my baby and she took like 11 months to see me. And I was just like, and maybe because she was going through things, you know, and she I, I forgive her for that right an, but it bothered yeah, me yeah it's
1: and it's important yeah. to understand that she was going through stuff just like you were going through mm-hmm. as well and yes. um you know people come into our life uh for a reason right like there's always a reason mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not always gonna be fun right but there's always a lesson right. to learn and um you know these people come into our life and you 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 have to be able to see like What did you learn from that experience? What did you do? What did you learn? What did you experience? And not... um, Try not to, like, you know, beat yourself up about it and internalize Mm -hmm. her behaviors and stuff like that, but just really try and and grow from it and learn from it.
0: Yes. And I absolutely did, but... I don't know. I grew from it, but at the same time, I'm very skeptic to meet new Mm -hmm. people now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So... Well, the thing about that, and the thing is, mm
1: -hmm. the thing about um, maybe I should let you finish. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, the thing about meeting new people, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I feel that from my experience, I, I have you know a lot of friends and stuff like that, but I have them in certain categories, you know. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, this friend, uh, we can go partying together. But that's all we Yeah. He's my party friend.
0: Yeah. So that's the acquaintance. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. They're breaking it down. Yeah. yeah. And, then,
1: and, and, and then there's the other friend that, you know, I might be able to, I don't know, do other stuff with, let's say. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just like you, because you, you understand who they are and how much yeah how much they, you know, they're able to give, right? So you can't just go give your all mm-hmm. to, any, to any and everybody because not any and everybody is able to reciprocate that, right? So you got to meet Mm people where they are. And you can't expect them to give you what you want from them. you just got to meet them Mm -hmm. where they are. And when you do that, you're able to kind of see people for who they are and accept them for who they are and then understand, like, you know what, Um, I can't tell you information that I'm excited about because I may not get this reaction from you. And that's okay because that's okay because that's who you are as a person you know mm-hmm. what I mean it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with you um, or um, anything like that it's really who they are as a person and yeah they might be insecure they may have you know, maybe toxic and all of that stuff but it's just like really understanding people and seeing them where they are and then if you have mm-hmm. the time you know helping them through it if you have the time
0: then, yeah you know. it's it, for me I learned not to just do- open arms mm-hmm. to everyone so quickly mm-hmm. like cuz that's who I am I feel like everyone is like rainbows and lollipops right. meanwhile <laughs> the world is mean okay yeah <laughs> the world is mean Girl, and you know, so yeah. i have i have to, have to observe observe and take time to get to know someone before you start welcoming into your house next mm-hmm. thing you know they're sleeping when you're mad they're doing all kinds of stuff like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's and, some trifling people out was, there and,
1: and that's the same kind of outlook you have to take even when you're dating If you're going into a romantic relationship with someone
0: mm-hmm. you just can't be open mm-hmm.
1: to that person because you know they're yeah. handsome or whatever or beautiful or whatever you know just you gotta be able to um get to know that person and and take the take your time to get to know that person before you jump into anything
0: yeah well that's that's good that you even started that topic because I wanted to talk about relationship anxiety Mm -hmm. and I never knew what it was about until I guess we had a conversation the other day and it was just like relationship anxiety that is something that I've had in the Mm -hmm. past and I don't know how I got out of it. I think it was just being burnt mm-hmm. out and trying to love myself mm-hmm. and to figure out why I have so such anxiety in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I not confident? Why don't I sleep at mm-hmm. night and be relaxed without worrying about my relationship? Right. Yeah. So I... Saw um, a great thing, and I just want to point out what a relationship anxiety and refer to it. Okay, so relationship anxiety it refers to those feelings of worry, insecurity, and doubt that can you know pop up in a relationship, even if everything is going relatively well. So, like, a trait would be you worry that your partner. Feelings for you have mm-hmm. changed, and we all have gone through that. I think, like a lot of us women. But um, like, sorry,
1: for, when you to get there, for <laughs> you know, before you even you, what causes that fear is the fact that, for me, anyways, because I, I, you know, have this, this uh, what do you want to call it mm, affliction. <laughs> um, where? Repeat that. I didn't hear you. I have this affliction, meaning like you know, I suffer from relationship anxiety, right? Yeah. and uh, but you know you I want to say you you worry that your partner feeling has feelings have changed for you because of certain patterns that have changed right so certain things they used to do they don't do right. anymore something like well maybe yes. that's probably why you're like worrying that oh does he not like me anymore yeah you least, know what I mean like for example yeah he's not for instance, your like the
0: good morning exactly, text you know yeah the te- yeah yeah. yeah. But why did we get there, ladies? Like, that's the question. Like, why and who and what promotes that? Is it media? Is it social media? Is it because I know in the 90s when we didn't have cell phones like that, and I know we saw so- I sound aging, but I know like when I was dating and I didn't talk to my boyfriend for two, three days. It wasn't much of a problem. I would always feel like that. But now, (laughs) really? (laughs) It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And I was not relaxed at Mm. all. And in a relationship that I recently had, not the one that I'm in now, but the relationship that I had um, over a little year ago, um, social media really messed it up. And why I say that is because he, his pattern had changed. He wasn't calling me in the morning, good morning, beautiful. You know how that good morning, beautiful starts your day and you're smiling while you're brushing mm-hmm. your teeth. I wasn't getting that anymore. But instead, once I didn't see that, I started looking to see if he was online, if he went on Instagram. And that really yeah. made me angry. Yeah. And then that's when the insecurity started. And then I was just like, well, why is he doing this uh-huh. to me? And why? He doesn't care about me. He doesn't like me. And that's when the insecurities start and you start feeling bad. And your whole day is like worry and stress and anxiety attack yeah. starts, you know, and I think a lot and. I know I'm saying it that way, and maybe people are looking at it like, girl, you crazy. No, it's a real thing. And I it think a lot of it's us women, go to but that. for some
1: people, it is. I know I'm, I'm definitely, I've always been that girl who, you know, if he's not calling me or mm-hmm. any kind of communication, I'm freaking out, you know? Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. so, but I had to learn the hard way um, about like reeling that in. You know, and trying not to mm-hmm. again internalize that behavior because one of the things that we do is we internalize the behavior, right? Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when a person is not calling you or texting you, um, it's not necessarily has anything to do with you. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and
0: even if the person, it took me a long time to yeah, figure that out.
1: Just cheating on you they would gaslight you and make you think like, yeah, it's your fault, but it really isn't. You have nothing to do with that. That's them. Mm-hmm. That's all on them. Yeah. Right. So those are things yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. I had to learn and I'm still, I'm still learning it. I'm, because it just, it changes. And I, and I see just recently, I'm still struggling with that anxiety, but I'm aware of it. And I know what it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, I might fall into it every once in a while, but then I try and catch myself and say, mm-hmm. okay,
0: Breed or oh, not a meaning. Yeah. Yes. Self reflection. Yeah. Because
1: self-love, you know, yeah, look like you all your yes. is like the mm-hmm. greatest remedy for any of these uh, these situations. Mm-hmm. you know, like you can anything any you can deal with anything in the world when once you have self love
0: Oh my! Of course, having a relationship for your, with your within yourself is mm-hmm. so important. Like I started taking myself on, before the pandemic. I started taking myself on dates, and I'll go to the movies by myself and laugh. I'll go do. I wouldn't go to any sappy movie mm-hmm. to make me cry. I'd go to like a movie with comedy, and I'll just buy my popcorn, sit and laugh. And people are like, "Girl, how do you go to movies by yourself?" I dated myself. I would go to dinner buy me the best meal ever get a glass of wine and just love on me and the self reflection of yourself it's amazing like once you have confidence and love yourself well once you love yourself the confidence comes out and then you're just like Mm -hmm. whatever before I used to cry at night and like write in my journal and manifest all these things and manifestation is great I'm not opposing that at all. Um, I really, really believe in it. But at the same time, journaling helped me focus my mind and put my mind right. And it, I basically self-reflect and put down on a piece of paper on what I want, who I am and what I will be. And honestly, that made me so strong because there's times where I would have cried for this man, like. My boyfriend now, like, I don't even let him bother me. Like, we don't have serious issues, but there's certain things that may come up. And I'll just, like, I w- I'll say, you know what? Let's talk about this tomorrow because I'm, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes my anxiety is to the point that I want to just, like, strangle this person because I'm feeling that that feeling again, you know? And I don't want that. But like you said, it's not always about to you so you have to like put yourself in a position where you know to breathe and just you know recollect all your thoughts and know that you're going to be fine with mm-hmm. or without him like you don't necessarily need a man but mm-hmm. you want a man you know what I mean and that's how I look at it so yeah yeah, yeah girl um,
1: <laughs> yeah it's really it's really good to just take the time for yourself and um, when you're mm-hmm. feeling triggered uh you know, it takes practice, but once you're aware of your body and your body's reaction to something that just happened, or or you think that something is happening, you know, you mm-hmm. just be able to catch yourself every time. And you may not do it every time, but the more you do it, yeah. the better you get at it. And, um, yeah. and you're able to, once you understand where it's coming from, then you can, you know, be able to move on from it, right? But it takes practice. It
0: takes practice. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It does take practice. But it also takes a lot of hurt too because I've been burned by a lot of dudes, let me tell you. And I've gotten rejected a lot of times and I couldn't understand why, but I realized after there's something wrong with Mm -hmm. them. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I'm Mm -hmm. perfect because maybe I am not Mm -hmm. the one for them. And that's okay. I accepted the fact that I'm just not the one for them. But I know that I could be, I am, I, I will be the one yeah, for somebody you're the one else. For you just, you yeah, just you're not the for one me. For
1: yourself first, mm-hmm. and then you know when the right person comes along, yeah. and you're able to have that connection yeah. with that person. Um, you know, in time, yeah. you see that hey, you know, this is this is the person for me, right? Um, yeah, right. You know, this is something mm-hmm. I had to learn because I always something I just I really learned recently because it, I, I've had so many problems dating and things never working out and I would I started thinking it's mm-hmm. them they're the ones with the problem and you know I keep meeting these crazy guys and stuff like that and then I started really you know because people would say oh it's your fault no. you're choosing the wrong guy and stuff like that and I'm like no it's not me it's them but then I started really thinking about it and I was like okay what is it that I'm doing Really, that I uh-huh. keep making the same choices. And that's okay. It, it's not like I'm, yeah. you know, blaming myself or anything like that or putting myself down. It's really taking accountability for, okay, why do I keep making yes. the same choices? Because we do get into certain patterns that we don't understand that we do, yeah. right? We're not mm-hmm. aware of it, mm-hmm. but we do get into certain patterns. So... I started mm-hmm. looking at the type of guy that I'm attracted to. I started looking at all kinds of stuff. And I was like, okay, I need to change it. I need to change it. I need to change it. About myself. About the choices that I'm making. You know? And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I can't tell by looking at a guy um, if things are going to work out. But I could just by having conversations with him, You know? And yeah, I really try and... and have more meaningful, deeper conversations with them before I even meet up, meet up with them. Because mm-hmm. for me, that's kind of how you get to yes. somebody. Um, and the ones yes. who don't want to talk, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm just not interested.
0: Yeah. I, well, Conversation is so important. And I honestly believe keeping sex out of the equation for a bit really works. I honestly believe it. Like I feel like you need to build a foundation. Sometimes we jump the gun real quickly, and then we end up getting all disappointed when it's it doesn't work serious, out. Right? You know, it's a and
1: experience because we, you know, yeah. I, when I was young, I did that all the time, and I think at, a certain, at certain ages. You go through different experiences in life, you know. The older you get, you realize like, okay, yeah, I'm not gonna do that again. Hopefully, if you learn or not, you just keep making the same mistakes until mm-hmm. maybe one day you'll be like, okay, enough, right? But we all go through different bonies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? So as long as we,
0: yeah, and we do. But I think with us, sorry to cut you, but I think with women our age and even like from in the 30s or whatnot, and really and truly, we want a man to marry. A lot of times we do or have someone that um, that we can just be together for a lifetime because a lot of us don't want to be screwing around and having sex with every man. Like if you want to do that, sure. I think we've done that in her early 20s some people do it in their mm-hmm. 30s and 40s i mean they're having a great time they don't want to be in a relationship but it's whatever mm-hmm. season you're in so a lot of times when we're in a relationship when we want a relationship meaning meaning we want to be with them for a long time we don't want right. to just be with one guy this guy because it's not thing. good and that's very toxic yeah. for yeah. our body here's the thing too like right? sometimes we meet a guy
1: and you know we may we know we want to be in a a serious relationship But then this guy is cute And you know He doesn't want to be In a serious relationship So then we kind of like I don't know if the right term Is compromise I don't feel like compromising But we, we No we don't compromise What's that term we do? You know we Settle
0: We settle yeah. We basically you know, settle And say okay yeah, Let's because just why? You know. We
1: want to be mm-hmm. with this person For whatever reason Right? Mm-hmm. So you know mm-hmm. It's just Knowing what you want And And, and being able to um, make that decision and stick with it, which is sometimes not always easy, right? But then as you get older, you yeah. kind of learn that. Because unfortunately, you know, dating is not easy. You know what I mean? So it's not easy. A lot to learn. Like, yeah, it's it's not easy. easy. And
0: especially in the oh pandemic right it's, now. Like, who do you meet? So, How do you meet? You know, this this pandemic
1: has affected, affected people. Love life a lot of and, people, general, and can you imagine when you we know? come so,
0: out of it? I mean, yeah, there'll be a <laughs>
1: lot of COVID babies, which there already are some, and then, a lot of
0: COVID and, babies, you know, but not only COVID that, a lot of oh, abusers, yeah. Yeah.
1: There's lot yeah, there's a lot of underlying abusers issues with... that are being um, brought mm-hmm. to the surface a lot and a, a lot, and you know, it's something that I'm, I'm kind of grateful for, right. So it's sad that mm-hmm. it had to take this, but a lot of issues are being brought to this purpose that needed to been taken care of, but it just was never taken care of because we've all been so distracted with our life, you know, going to work or going to school or raising the kids mm-hmm. and the family and the house and da, da da da, that we've been distracted from ourselves, right?
0: But a lot of us, a lot of this... Stuff Maxine um, sometimes stems from not having the male figure in our household and not being able to have an example on how a man should be should Should. love us so I heard you say um, that you know sometimes when a guy's cute we tend to compromise and just say, oh, he's cute. Let me just bang him real quick. Maybe he'll change his mind. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that's in our thoughts. We, we always think that we have mm-hmm. the pussy power and that a guy will just, like, fall for us because yeah, of our JJ. But that's right? not they necessarily true.
1: It. You know what I mean? I'm not going to
0: say yeah. the name of it, but yeah. I think yeah. you know what I'm
1: talking about,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reality,
1: yes, I you do. know, <laughs> that people think that way, but it's not the reality of that, you know, how it works out, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. you know, uh, having a, a, a male figure, but not just
0: having a male. Figure, a male figure. I think you're cutting out. Is that a call, Kenny. Oh, I I, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you're good. I forgot to tell you to like click (laughs) the the disturb button, but it's okay. (laughs) Go ahead. I can't hear you. Well, you know, with this conversation for real, like a lot of times we get into these anxiety relationships where we well toxic relationships if you want to call it um where we have anxiety and we don't know how to end it and we don't know how to start it because we have such high anxiety in the relationship we're always thinking that you know a guy's gonna pull out and then we're gonna be alone again so it's not always good to um be part of it but I want to get Maxine back she's still connected and I don't think she can hear us but anyways I just love and adore you all so 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 much and maybe next time me and Max can get back on and have this great conversation but that's all the time that I have right now with you. So, see you next week, next Friday. Pop into GIGV podcast. Love y'all. Peace.